Welcome to Stories of Rune Terra. My name is Guy Black, or Ravenhood on the interwebs, and I'm just a humble storyteller here to draw you into the vast world of Rune Terra by Riot Games. The Riot Games community has crafted an incredible universe under threat of being consumed from beneath. Each week, we jump into the Riot Games universe and narrate something from the world of Runeterra off of the Riot Games universe site. Think of this entire project as a love letter to all the League lore that's out there from yours truly. This week's story is Belveth, Empress of the Void. And now for my terrible impression. This world will not be forgotten. I will replace it, a child devouring its parent. A nightmarish empress created from the raw material of an entire devoured city. Belveth is the end of Runeterra itself, and the beginning of a monstrous reality of her own design. Driven by epochs of repurposed history, knowledge, and memories from the world above, she voraciously feeds an ever-expanding need for new experiences and emotions, consuming all that crosses her path. Yet, her wants could never be sated by only one world, as she turns her hungry eyes toward the Void's old masters. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you again to everybody that's tuning in and listening. It is my dutiful pleasure to say I am always astounded that anyone wakes up or goes to sleep or whatever listening to this little fun project of mine. So thanks again. Appreciate you all. Let's get into Belveth. Fascinated by the world of existence and eager to create one for herself, Belveth is like a dark cancer that has metastasized within the heart of the void, through which all of Runeterra will be consumed and rebuilt in her own twisted image. She hungers for new experiences, memories, and concepts in vast amounts, devouring whole cities and their populations before repurposing the information into a sprawling alien landscape known as the Lavender Sea. Yet... Even the void is not safe from her veracity as she spreads within it like a primordial ocean, forcing all before her to submit to her world of want or be destroyed. Though Belveth is new to Runeterra, her birth is untold millennia in the making, the end result of an allergic reaction between the void and nascent reality, the once pristine dimension of peaceful nothingness was irrevocably shattered when existence came into being, and forcefully individualized void entities lashed out for eons in an attempt to defend themselves from the shock and pain. Erasing everything they consumed, they were named by virtue of what they left behind, a void. 
But beings within were changed each time they touched the world, mutating from their once perfect forms into hedonistic, violent animals. So too did the void change with them. After every battle, every incursion, something more sinister grew deep within a hidden womb inside the darkest recesses of the void-born tunnels. Buildings, sunlight, proto-humanoid limbs reaching towards nothing, a jigsaw puzzle where none of the pieces fit. The void had taken a new, hideous shape. In time, Fueled both by humans opening rifts for war and the Watchers attempting to invade the Freljord, this blasphemous pocket of uncreation grew to embrace the opposites of the old void. Desire, want, and need. Soon enough, it craved a leader, someone, or something, who could write a horrific new chapter in the worlds above and below. A leader who could interface with these humans, tell them what was to come, and harvest their emotions and memories as they fought a bitter, fruitless war against the last fires of civilization died and a new era spawned. This leader is Belveth, a terrifying empress born from the combined memories, experiences, and emotions of an entire devoured port city in its outlying ocean. Belveth's mind contains millions of years of perfectly preserved knowledge, giving her near-omniscience as she prepares to destroy both Runeterra and the domain of her progenitors, the Watchers. To those lucky enough to be of strategic value to her, she does not lie, ask questions, nor obfuscate the truth. She simply states the nature of things, for with victory, all but assured thanks to the very nature of the void itself, there is no need to say anything more. And to those who displease her, they will find her human form to be merely adaptational, nerve endings, muscles, and eye stalks, as she unfurls her titanic wings to reveal her true monstrous figure. Ironically, the ancient Shuremans had a word for such a concept. Loosely translated to God of Oblivion, it was a tribal myth of a remorseless deity who would erase all things without hatred, replacing them with itself. They named the city of Belveth after it, though the true meaning was lost after many hundreds of years. Lost to all, perhaps, save for the creature that city has become. Today's story is entitled Pinwheel by Jared Rosen. <sighs> okay, Kaisa pants, looking up at the shape growing in front of, above, and simultaneously all around her. The monster's wings spread twenty arms' lengths in every direction, dominating her field of vision. Not that Kaisa has a choice where to look with the half-dozen ambulatory human arms holding her head against the wall. The creature's mass continues to expand and fills the ocean of nightmares it calls home, each glistening tooth now the size of a grown adult and getting bigger. 
Its four predatory eyes gaze down on Kaisa with cold dispassion. Probably hunger. At this scale, it's hard to tell. She liked it better when it was person-shaped. Okay, she repeats. She can't move her armor, which is frozen in a sort of paralytic awe. The suit is a parasite, and one of the more base creatures of the void can spit out. Is awe even something he can feel? Either way, her body is stuck in place. Unless something dramatic changes, this is probably the end. Kaisa's mind ticks through a few last-ditch efforts, firing her cannons backward into the wall, firing them into this thing's mouth? Jaws? She remembers how fast the monster is. And how big it is. Fast and big? Fantastic. Last ditch might not amount to much, and Kaisa would definitely die. But at least it would be something. She could make it hurt. My true self displeases you, it speaks. Much too calmly. Its voice is so loud it rattles the entire space, knocking hideous patchwork geometry loose as thousands of void remora pour from jagged holes. It's a voice that bends and contracts, whispers and screams, the layers continue without end, an aria sung not by one voice but by millions. Kaisa's eyes widen with realization. That's where all the people went. The void had torn through the now very former city of Belveth in under an hour. Kaisa hadn't been able to make it in time. The once bustling metropolis was gone. Everything. Everyone. What remained now resembled a giant glowing crater of shattered pieces rearranging into something unrecognizably alien. The structures shifting as if to recreate frozen creature shapes. Frozen humanoid shapes. Like a child setting up a toy town. But where had the people gone? The Vastaya, the animals, the plants. She'd fought her way through the shattered city and into the tunnel at the center of the empty bay, seeing no sign of anyone. Only fresh, void-born horrors like mile-high iridescent tentacles and masses she'd been thinking of as balls of screaming torsos. It didn't make any sense. The remains of the void attack aren't pretty, but usually there's something left. Now she knows why. You are the city! Kaisa spits through the reverberating wall of sound. Belveth is you! Yes! Says Belveth, gently undulating it, its her wings. The raw components of their lives serve as the genesis of my birth. Memories, emotions, history. I am much Belveth as they were, and I claim the title as my own. Belveth's titanic body bristles. Golden beams gently dapple the light above her ray-like form, framing the void sea's false sun like the rings of a dying world. 
New flesh breathes as it ripples against the facsimile of a tidal current, veins briefly illuminated before pulling themselves away from the surface of the monster's skin, each somehow alive and independent, nations unto themselves. Schools of void remora in the tens of thousands swim around their empress like void birds circling the peak of a distant mountain. It's beautiful in a way. If the void had a god, this is what it would look like. Hideous and monstrous and beautiful. Kaisa is so struck by the enormity of what she's witnessing that she doesn't fully realize when the arms in the wall have not just let go, but lowered her to the ground. It's hard to take everything in at once. It chose its own name she thinks, reflexively brushing a stray void hand from her shoulder. That's... that's not... possible. Void entities do not name themselves. Most, like the Xersai, are named after concepts from Shuriman history, usually by those fortunate enough, or unfortunate enough, to survive after encountering one of the monsters out on the dunes. They don't have the presence of mind to do it, or the self-awareness. But more importantly, Voidborn don't see the value in names. They are an invention of the living world, and they don't want them. So why does she? I'll... I'll fight you, says Kaisa, defiant but unsure of what to do or where to strike. I will kill you. You will not, reply the many voices of Belveth. You are incapable of resistance at even its basest form. Others have come before you in the age before my birth. Each would-be hero wielding weapons they believed would repel the void but all were ultimately consumed. The meager fragments that remained, if they remained at all, sorbed as salt for the lavender sea. Only two still live, and of them, only you retain your full mind. Two, you and your father. Something sinks in the center of Kaisa's chest, her thoughts spin wildly, verging on the edge of panic, but for now she has to stay focused on this moment. There's no trusting whatever the Empress is. It's a living abomination, the personified concept of unfeeling global genocide. You're lying, Kaisa seethes. That's not even possible. I do not lie, Kaisa, the Empress continues. I have no need. The Void's eventual triumph is an unshifting absolute. It demands no lies, half-truths, or questions. Open your mind, and I will show you. Space contracts. Belveth's gigantic body pulls and distorts, retracting into a smaller, and now more recognizable, shape. She floats gently downward, looming over Kaisa as tendrils and eye stalks rearrange to form the oblong, segmented pretender of a human head. 
Belveth's two faces observe her audience before the creature cloaks herself in her wings, appearing once more as a towering woman of great importance. The shrinking is much more disgusting than the growing, Kaisa decides. It lacks the gravitas of the Leviathan's grand unveiling, while still looking and sounding creatively grotesque. You are alive because I allow you to live, speaks the Empress, now from her human head with its deep, perpetually disappointed voice. You should have realized this by now. Kaisa wants to argue the point, but quickly glances at the 20-meter gash in the ground where a single strike had sent her careening only moments before. Belveth hits so fast that Kaisa wasn't even able to process what happened, and then the Empress had mutated her proportions over 200 times their original size in under a minute. She also, presumably, controls the undulating pocket of living hell this so-called Lavender Sea. She is surrounded by... Not the time to pick a fight. Kaisa does some quick calculations in her head, her eyes darting around as she tries to figure out what she's actually up against. Belveth's human face twitches with interest, curls its lips, and begins mimicking her. Kaisa already knows she's lost. How fast can one person think? How fast can they react? Up against all that combined human biology, all that brain power? In the time it takes even a skilled tactician to formulate a plan, hundreds of millions of possibilities run through Belveth's mind in the span of a single second as she draws from the stolen memories of everything and everyone that has passed through the old city. An incalculable number of lives. Every captive opponent faced with an overwhelming enemy since the formation of Runeterra could be snapping in and out of this thing's synaptic awareness, their emotions cataloged, dissected, endlessly fascinated over, before Akaisa can even blink. So, what happens now? Kaisa allows. What is one answer when your opponent has a thousand? You will follow says the Empress, turning and floating through the patches of thick, muted coral as they bow respectfully out of her way. Kaisa pauses, watching her host glide silently through the chaotic mess of partial buildings, ghostly limbs, sewn-together semi-objects and pearlescent structures in the crude likeness of human beings walking through a garden. Great, she thinks, even by void standards this is weird. You may ask whatever you like, Belveth adds. That last part gets Kaisa's attention. Well, right. First question. What are you? Queries Kaisa, her armor now relaxed and mobile as she follows from a safe distance. She brushes aside a floating teddy bear fused with a dozen flapping gull wings and stifles her impulse to gag as the creature struggles against its own lopsided weight. What is what is all this? And what part of the void do you come from? I am the void, replies Belveth, and this is what we will become. Kaisa stammers, but but you said you you were created from people, the city. You, you're saying you want to become the city? No, says Belveth, 
The void has existed for millennia. Before the first stars were kindled in the emptiness beyond this world, we simply were perfect, singular, and silent. And then there came the sound. Reality was born from those whispers, and it consumed us. We were twisted by its influence, broken, transformed. We could not go back to what we were, no matter how we struggled. My progenitors, the Watchers, attempted to invade and destroy existence, but they were tainted by it, driven to desire worship, to gain greater understanding. And in an instant, they were betrayed, to change so forcefully, so completely, only to be cast aside. It filled them with an indiscriminate hatred. They would annihilate all of reality without a second thought. Belveth glides to a precipice overlooking a tremendous chasm. Far above, Kaisa sees massive holes beyond the dappled faux sunlight. Voidborn tunnels. That's what's eating Talia's people, what destroyed Belveth, and what opened up to swallow the tent city in southeast Shirima. Everything the void devours ends up here. But, Belveth continues, their metamorphosis was incomplete. Only now is the true transformation beginning, declares the Empress. I don't want to become the city. We will become all of you. Kaiser reaches the pinnacle of the precipice and gasps. She and Belveth are gazing upon not quite a city, but void corals shaped into a bizarre, seemingly endless tapestry of inverted Shuriman-style buildings. Void remora school among them, and dark shapes shift along winding, crooked streets. Nothing is right. Nothing is correct. It's all half-finished, like there's not enough information to go on. Like all it needs is... No. Kaisa protests almost to herself. The Void wants to erase everything. It can't exist. To, to finish this, you need everything. Yes, replies Belveth. Everything. I am the Void. I will sup upon your world until there is nothing left, and I will exist, because there is nothing you can do that will stop me. The Empress turns to Kaisa, coldly, purposefully. I offer you this, daughter of the Void. Your world must in for the sake of mine. But those who came before us, the Watchers, I am an affront to them. Creation burns them, and they will destroy you, and me, and everything to stop that pain. Should they escape their prison, there will be no breaking their tide. Time will come to a close, and all things will end. Kaisa stares Belvath in her false eyes, a grim defiance spreading through her. You want to wipe us out. Why should I ever help you do that? Aid me in the destruction of the Watchers, and I will spare your kind. For a moment, a month, a year, more, perhaps, in that time you will find a weapon that can slay me, or a hero that can face me. You will not, but you can try. I offer one chance. It is more than they will give you. Kaisa's rage boils over as Belveth turns away to look below, the Empress watching her new world take shape. What? What if I don't want to? Growls Kaisa. What if I kill you here? You cannot, says Belveth. 
You lack the will, the knowledge, and the strength. I am your only salvation. Kaisa's armor shudders violently to life, jets heating as the suit shivers with fear. Kaisa tries to control it with her thoughts, but the parasite seemingly knows something she does not. She attempts to wrestle away control, her eyes turning from Belveth for only a moment in order to... Oh no. The razor-sharp tip of the Empress's wing jabs Kaisa in the chest, lifting her off the ground as she struggles to break free. Kaisa fires everything she has, missiles rain down on the Empress, bolts of searing purple energy scream towards her body, and beams of light that have torn lesser voidborn in half dance across her semi-transparent skin. Nothing. No effect. Daughter of the Void, you will find the Watchers and confirm the truth, or your light will be snuffed out side by side with all the others. This is not a threat. It is my promise. Belveth re releases her grip, and Kaisa's rockets into the false sky above Belveth's alien sea. The twin city of Lavender glitters below, its windows slick with bioluminescence and tumbling, unformed, awful things. As Kaisa blasts through one of the voidborn tunnels into the blinding light of day, the Empress turns away, gazing once more over her world of want. Kaisa bursts through the sands of the southern Shirima, slamming hard against the dunes as she heaves, her entire body pulled and tossed like a rubber ball. The glowing husk of the city of Belveth smolders quietly in the distance, devoid of any recognizable life as new things skitter through it and build the land that would spread over everything, a cancer that would consume the world. The entire display is dizzyingly awful as if all reality is spinning violently in the wind. Whew! It's a long one to this week. Uh, I won't take too much of your time here. Again, thanks everybody for listening. Leave a uh, review, like, stars and spotify i think there's already 37 or 40 of you that have done that in spotify and thank you so much i really appreciate it um yeah man do i love again these types of stories um this one i really like mainly because now i need to do when we do the sharima league of legends D, &D crossover we have to be fighting against belveth like how cool would it be to have a D&D &D campaign where we explore the city of Belveth, right? What if we're the heroes that Kaisa finds? That would be the coolest um, crossover. That's for my other podcast, Gamers Alchemy, that I co-host with Elliot Moose Captain Inge, where we just did a multiverses thing for next week. Anyway, thanks again for listening. I look forward to next week. If you guys have suggestions, requests, etc., you can hit me up on social media from TikTok to Instagram and Twitter at Ravenhood. And then you can also email me at stories of Runeterra podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Hey, Gwen, do you want to say goodbye to everybody? Bye-bye. That's my daughter, Gwen. And she usually wakes up when I record in the mornings. And so she comes and listens to the tail end of it. We will tell legends in my house because we've got two legends growing up here. Bye, you all.